And we are here live and talking sports. We thank you for tuning in. The number to call is 327-0888. Again, 327-0888. Give a call if you would and talk a little sports if you like. We got the man, the cub, on the other side of the glass. And we are here until 10 o'clock. We have Averett and Habo uh, here, and they both have comments they'd like to make. And, uh, Cub, thanks for bringing up the idea. We're great weather down at the idea, but the fact that we're going to be bringing on all the teams from the Commonwealth that are playing in bowls plus other bowls. Thank you for that. No problem. We'll keep mentioning it and let people know as we go through um, all the bowl games. And let's get to Habo with a comment. John won the flip, and he uh, he deferred. He deferred to <laughs> the he wants the second half kickoff. No, I was just going to point out last week our friend Espo called in with right. a uh, question about uh, who's the best team in the Commonwealth from a basketball standpoint, and John and I were rather insistent that it was UVA. Now, you know, John, you know, he he's a lover of NIL and NET, N-E-T. <laughs> so I pulled up the NET Monday. and uh, yeah, the, the NET's a good gauge. Well, go but, ahead. But uh, Virginia is uh, 21 in the NET, and Madison is 27. So it's close. It's but, close. But just giving Espo his due, and this is a compromise. I got, uh, I got UVA as 20. Uh, that's what he said, 20, and then Madison, 28. Well, that's right. I, I was looking at the previous. It, it's yeah, 20 this they, week, they increase one. And, and Madison is 27. So a slight edge to Virginia. <laughs> close, yeah. But Andy Katz, now his power 36, has Madison 17 and Virginia 21. So there's a, there you go. There's an argument. Yeah, so yeah. Now, I, you know, and I have to let people know I, I'm biased, I admit. I, you know, I'm part of the Virginia basketball no. family. Do you think you he's know, biased, Charlie? <laughs> I, uh, I can speak objectively about Virginia football, but when it comes to Virginia basketball, you know that's it's uh, the blood runs thick here. So I'm a little biased, but but clearly Madison has a very good basketball team, and they're yeah. going to do well this year. And we wish them the very best. And maybe we'll play in the NCAA tournament. Well, didn't they Who play knows? Madison home and home a couple of years ago? A couple and Madison of years beat ago. them. Madison beat them in Charlottesville, didn't they? In or was it in, Mad- in Harrisonburg and lost by one. Uh, near the buzzer at, uh, at, at uh, JPJ. Uh, that is that is yeah. true. I think Madison had renovated their building, or it was a new build. New was a building. New, okay. new building. That was part of the deal. Yeah, was they come open it, and then it got delayed. I guess maybe COVID or something delayed it. Right. But they still Virginia felt an obligation to, to still do it, and they did. Let me ask you what's wrong, with Dray- Draymond Green. Do y'all see see this? Nope. Just slugged the guy. Slugged the guy. I heard, does a, does I a, did a whirly bird and slugged the guy, and you can't tell me it wasn't intentional. I mean, it's, it was as intentional as, as saying, saying hello to y'all. But did you see the clip? Uh, I don't know where I saw it, but referees got into a fight at a fourth grade <laughs> game. <laughs> so okay. it's getting That's out of it. hand when the refs start yeah. uh, fight, uh, punching each other. <laughs> and Jokers got thrown out for arguing a call or something. But two referees of a fourth grade bas- basketball yeah. <laughs> game were fighting? Yeah. Uh, they're referees. Yeah. All right, John, what do you have before we get to Bruce? John, well, you had a couple comments. You know, we moan and groan about our coaches sometimes here in the state, but just tell you how fortunate we are that we have who we have, which I think is a pretty good group. And I'm not talking about X and O, I'm talking about what kind of people they are. I'll give you two instances that happened in the past couple of days. K-State had a player who got in a fight in down, in a bar in downtown Manhattan, Kansas. 
That's not easy to do. (laughs) And he was thrown off the team, and I think he may be even out of school. Within three days, I think, he visited Memphis and been accepted at Memphis. And if he graduates, which he can do at the end of the semester, which is probably any day, he'll start playing for for Memphis right away. What do you mean by right away? We play him on the 19th of December. Well, you may be playing against him. (laughs) And then the next one, I was watching the Villanova-UCLA basketball game, which was a really good game. And I'll be honest, some of it had to do for my enjoyment of watching Tyler Burton play, which he did, had a double-double against UCLA. Did he play well? He's supposed doing okay at Villanova. I didn't even check. Yeah, he's starting and doing doing pretty good. Had a double-double the other night, as I said. Did they win? Uh, yes, they beat UCLA after the game. Didn't they the, play in the NC Finals and they got banned? Howard Porter got them banned. I don't have them. Back clue. in the late sixties, my Remember brain's that? my brain's too weak for that. All right, so what else you got? Well, let me finish. Go ahead. <laughs> but in the press conference afterwards, Mick Cronin, who I won't say what I'm thinking, but not a good guy, put it that way. He the two he got beat on the boards bad. UCLA got beat on the boards bad. The two people that did it, it was two players, one of which was Tyler Burton. He poor mouthed both of, both of those kids who just kicked his butt in the press conference. But if you just stop and think about Mick Cronin, who's his two mentors? He's two former bosses. Uh, let's see, Eddie Sutton and no, Bruce Pearl. <laughs> no, worse than that. Worse than that. Holy Rick s- Pitino and Bob Huggins. Uh-huh. So now you know why he. I I just saw it was one of the poorest comments to badmouth a twenty or twenty one year old. Not good. No, not good. Right, you got another comment? We'll hang on that. That's one. it. Oh, that, okay, uh, Bruce. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Hoss. Morning, good Hoss. Morning. Good morning, Sunshine Boys. Hey, hey guys. I just want to do something in memorial today. Uh, we heard the news over the weekend of the passing of Paul Webb, uh, former, of course, ODU camp, ODU head coach. But also, I attended his basketball camp in 1984. And, you know, Coach Paul Webb, man, in my one weekend at his camp, was just a super cool guy. Uh, the way he talked with, you know, I was – 17 at the time, but the way he talked with us encouraged us. But he was disciplined on his basketball game. So I didn't know if any of you guys knew Coach Webb. I think we all knew him. John probably knew him the best. Yeah, he, he the, probably, I've seen a lot of stuff written in the last week about his passing. His visitation is this evening and funeral service tomorrow in Virginia Beach. Uh, was that he is a true gentleman. And I, without going into a long bunch of flowery stuff. Question from the back, or statement from the back of the room. Shoot. Of course, he's a complete gentleman. He's from Petersburg. Do go on. That was probably one of his downfalls. John, but, hey, cut me hey, quick. One out of two is not bad. I know. But I'm being, I'm being cute. How about that one? Huh? You like that one? Go my, right ahead. My, Where's our streaming right now? Go right ahead with that one out of two. You can wear that. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Uh, I'll give you a quick example. When I went to work for Converse, uh, Paul Webb, Charlie Moyer, and Terry Holland were the three guys that recommended me for the job. And if they hadn't done that, I probably would not have gotten the job. But I'll never forget Rick Idlett, who was 
ahead of me with Converse in the state of Virginia for years and left to go to work for Puma, I was saying, this school and that school, who would I to do here? Who do I see there? And he says, when you go down to Old Dominion, Coach Webb is going to insist that you spend the night at his house rather than a hotel. And I said, I don't want to do that. It's not fair to him. He said, well, that's what he and his wife would like for you to do. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And it did happen, and I did, and I enjoyed every minute. And you'll be going to the funeral tomorrow. That's my plan right now. Yeah, I will in the creek don't rise. All right. How many games did he win at Randolph Macon? He, and oh, how he long probably was he would, there? Uh, I read it and I can't remember. I read it to him just like you. I think it was like 15 16, or 17, yeah, 15, something 16 like that. Years, yeah. okay. But he took Old Dominion, uh, although Sonny Allen, who was ahead of him, I put, they won a national championship in what was then called the college division. Yeah. Uh, so, but Paul it was, was before Sonny Allen. Oh, goodness knows who. I don't know. Oh, I thought you knew. No, no, that would have been. They weren't. Well, didn't he end up in the shoe business with you, didn't he? Huh? The person, didn't he end up in the shoe business with you? The guy before Sonny Allen? No, I don't no, think I'm so. thinking somebody else. All right. So, anyway, you got anything else, Bruce? Dean, let me just add. I don't know if you talked about this because I'm going back a couple of months. But on the date that Coach Bobby Knight passed, there was also a former UNC Tar Heel that passed. We would call him, I want y'all to listen to my name, we would call him Walter Davis, uh, but many people called him Water Davis because his game was so liquid. So we, we did not, I don't know, Dean, if you covered the passing of, of Walter Davis former UNC Tar Heel star. No, no, it was like Farrah Fawcett dying on the same day as Michael Jackson. Some things just get lost when you're shuffling the deck, and that's what happened. I didn't see Walter Davis had died. I did not know that, did not see it, and I'm not a Tar Heel fan, but I certainly respected his play. Habo? Uh, no, I, I, I saw it and uh, took note of it, and you're right, he, he, he died too soon, but uh, he was a heck of a basketball player yeah. in his day, at, yeah. for Uncle Dean, as we said. Uncle said. Dean. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes you just die on a bad day. You know, that happens when it well, comes to things. Let's put it this way. It was a bad day for the deceased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real bad day. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you, don't, you don't want to be the one that, you don't want to die on November 22nd, 63, because you'll get lost. All right, we'll take a pause. Thank you, Bruce. Thanks for bringing that up and everything up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right, we'll take a pause. It is uh, 9 12, 9-12. Holy smokes, where do the time go? Uh, we're here until 10 o'clock Talk Sports. Give a call and talk with Habo and Averitt, Good and Johnny Averitt. We're here to do that, and we've got the Cub on the side of the glass, 1061 ESPN. Sports phones the show. The number is 327-0888. 327-0888. Don't touch that dial. Full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast. Here on your home for sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. If you want to buy, sell. Not George Winston, but a very. Any any particular version of this is going to be a beautiful song. I see you like this. I think you'd like it. I just thought it was funny that you know you said to play this for them, for these old guys. Nah, nah, man. I don't. I don't want no problems with Coach Avery, man. I, I'm just doing what Al told me, Coach. <laughs> Thank you. Turn, turn up just a little bit here for those. 
They use it in movies now as like it's a tradition. Also, it's become a wedding song. I was gonna say it sounds like a wedding song. It's popular you know, in honor of John's uh, anniversary here a week or so ago. Yeah, there you go. It's variations on the theme. Pachelbel, Pachelbel, Canon in D. He should be doing marriage counseling with the success of his marriage. Yeah. Well, let Pat do it. She can tell the other side of the coin. <laughs> Just somebody tolerating me for 60 years. Are uh, we going to talk college basketball today? Yes, let's do it. All right, because we've gotten to 918. I don't even think we've talked, brought, brought it up yet, have we? Well, it's uh, we exam, talk about everything. Exam break, you know. I exam say, break, uh, yeah. There's a lot of college football talk. Let me talk. say this about exam breaks. <laughs> In some schools, I didn't take them. Go ahead. That, that is an issue. But when you're taking a lot of classes online, your exams online, I'm not sure how stressful that is. You gotta study though, John. Huh? Why? You study to take the exam online. Why? St- why the textbook could be laying open right in front of you. Well, geez, I mean, I'd I'd love, love, now, I'm not a, I'm not a cheater like that, John. Well, I'm not sure what you call it, but I'd have loved to have had some exams like that. But Maybe you have to go to a classroom and do it online. No, you can do it in your dorm room. If, well, it depends. Some, depends now, I'm, on. I'm, I'm, I'm picking on a few schools, uh, but that is an issue. So my reason for bringing it up, taking this exam break, I don't know, at some schools I'm not sure how big of a deal that is. I don't know how much of a break they need. Old. Well, I will say this just briefly. You know, Virginia takes, I think, the longest exam break in Division One. It's 11 days between uh, games. And, you know, I used to have to study for my exams. And, I, you know, at, at UVA, because of the honor system, if you went in and picked up the exam, you could leave the room, go wherever you wanted to take what? the exam. Are you kidding? That Well, you know, it was the honor system. You, you, that doesn't you, mean you got to be honorable. Well, you did it UVA in those days. <laughs> you could pick up your exam and take it to your dorm and do it. Yeah, that you could Whoa. take it where as long as you got it back in three hours. You know, that three was, hours for a ten question exam. That, Come you know, on, and that's, you got to uh, be kidding me, John. You cannot be serious. There was a uh, level of, of trust, you know, the, and the when I first got to Virginia, the pledge was. That's, on my honor as a gentleman, I have neither given nor received aid on this examination. So it, and there was a level of trust. We never locked roomed. We didn't do anything like that. It was a, a sense of community. So um, I don't know if that's still the case. But exams are probably still hard. But at any rate, well, yeah, you're right. It's different you, academic standards at different places. Linda didn't come over and help you with the exam. No, no, no. I, I didn't meet her until grad school, but. Uh, well, now, you could take that exam somewhere, couldn't you? It probably would have helped. She's a lot smarter than I am. You know. <laughs> it took him that long to beg. <laughs> and uh, I did beg, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I called it, per, I called uh, it persistence, not uh, begging. Let's give the phone call once I ask about something here. Let's talk with, uh, which tells you how quickly I can forget because uh, the Cub had said something. Roy, the uh, boy toy Roy, the face that sank a thousand ships. Go right ahead, Roy. Hey, Jim, did uh, Olden Polonese take that pledge? <laughs> oh, he just took a pair of headsets from a, he, to, uh, for a Walkman. He probably did. Now, I, I will say, I was at uh, Mr. Jefferson's Academical Village before he was, so I I don't know what happened in subsequent years. But Yeah, well, I, I did graduate work before that, uh, too. But uh, the reason I called, uh, I thought it would be kind of remiss today uh, with uh, Jerry F- Jerry uh, Stone's funeral coming up here at uh, 11 o'clock at, uh, to just 
just uh, remember him because we're talking basketball. He is a man that uh, refereed over 4,000 games, uh, ACC, Metro, mm-hmm. Southern Conference, high school, all levels of college. And then uh, uh, talking about Paul Webb, Jerry worked uh, Paul Webb's basketball camp uh, uh, many, many years. And then, of course, he actually got to live seeing himself last April inducted into the uh, Virginia High School League uh, Hall of Fame as one of the few uh, referees to get in there. And so uh, uh, he was a man that just basically dedicated himself. Uh, he, right to the end, was uh, the state's uh, uh, what is it called? Mm-hmm. rules interpreter for both uh, softball and basketball uh, for the uh, entire Commonwealth. So uh, when we're talking basketball and Paul Webb and all those, uh, I just uh, think it's uh, great. Uh, and Jerry and I were very good friends from college on through. And of course, uh, he he coached uh, when I was having my short my stint over at uh, Bird Middle School, Nakawiakson, uh, and uh, uh, he coached there and then Summit Tucker and. Uh, and just was uh, worked with the PGA, and uh, was just a great guy. And so, uh, uh, John, I know I, I know that you remember Jerry. So uh, yeah, well, anyway, I, I just wanted to uh, to bring that up into uh, in a sports uh, talk program. Think that it's appropriate to uh, two tough losses remember right Jerry here. Today. Hello, I'm here. I'm. We're listening. Okay, uh, is, that it? is that it? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, well, thank you. Thank you for the call. Okay. All right, thank you. The, uh, the, uh, yeah, I remember when, uh, uh, stole the headsets. And, uh, I was, uh, with a girl at the time who was, uh, we were having lunch or something, news camp, whatever it was, I can't remember. And it was, uh, that he was going to be kicked out of Virginia. And I, I, she couldn't understand why I was upset about that because she went to UVA. And I was like, Polonese is the hoss on that team. They can't lose Polonese. So there you go. All right, let's talk some basketball itself. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> Espo, what do you got for us, Espo? Well, I'm glad to see you guys have learned the air of your ways and have come back to the, to the bright side here and, and learned the pecking order now, the new pecking. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, you you may have misheard there. I, I've said there's a case to be made for for Madison. I'm trying to come up with a little compromise and admit that the Dukes are a, a very good basketball team. And we, as the we've season never unfolds, said anything but that. Yeah, well, we'll see how it develops as the season unfolds. Because you know, good good uh, teams, right. good teams, and good coaches get better as the season progresses. That's right, they do. If you don't get better, you're probably not got great coaching. Uh, here's a Here's a little homage to Paul Webb, who was a legend when I was growing up, and I heard this from uh, Coach Bill Littlepage down at Hopewell, who I knew knew, knew Paul very well. Um, I didn't realize, but he had turned down a managerial job in the Yankee organization back when he, I guess, was deciding whether to go to ODU or not. So it just tells you what a great athlete and student of a lot of games he was. Uh, Paul was just a remarkable, remarkable it's a real loss for everybody. Well, I, I, I never heard that one. Are you, are yeah, you saying that the Yankees offered him a managerial position while he was at Randolph-Macon? 
Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but well, in that interim period when he, I guess, took the ODU job. You mean yeah, to be manager of the Yeah, but there was no interim. He went right straight to ODU. Right, he did. Uh, this was in in their St. Petersburg, I guess their AAA or AA affiliate. Wasn't with the Yankees. Oh, okay. Uh, the major league team, but still, to be offered that with nothing more than, you know, Randolph-Macon background, still pretty amazing that that was done. Well, and let me, was, de- let me defend well Let me defend Randolph-Macon a little bit. They were D2 then and were very good. Right. Oh, they were excellent, yeah. Well, they were good with Kyle Nunley, too. I mean, they were good Oh, absolutely. No, it continued right yeah. along. At least if, yeah, you, exactly if you go right. look at Randolph-Macon, they haven't had a bad period yet in years and years and years. I should say decades. No, no question about it. But I, mean, I just want to tell you what a great athlete, scholar, and gentleman Paul Webb was. I mean, there was no doubt about that. All right. Thank you, Hoss. Appreciate it. Right. And right, we'll, we'll see. You. We'll talk through the year. We'll see who goes further in the NCAA tournament. Don't worry about getting in the well, tournament. Get in the tournament, Virginia or Madison. That'll be where the rubber meets well, the road. I'll just leave you with one thought. <laughs> University of Maryland, Baltimore campus. <laughs> and JMU has no <laughs> games like that? Not like that because no, they've never been that good. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That, that's no, a, that's no, the no that, that's not true. We've been very good. Beat Sleepy Floyd at Georgetown. That's pretty good. Yeah, but you've never been a number Played one seed. Huh? Well, I played Carolina the two point game in Greensboro. That's pretty good. That's good. You know, you could That's argue good. you could argue that the UMBC loss was Tony Bennett's finest moment. The the grace yeah. and dignity <laughs> that he displayed. Who, who would argue that, Odom? No, no, it's just uh it was a it was a very classy thing the way the way he handled that and um and sure. obviously the story well, he's a classy guy. the story's finished the next year. He wasn't classy. No. And he's a great coach. You know, as I yeah. said last week, he's headed to Springfield. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the game, as I recall, was 21-20 at the half, 22-21. It's a one-point low 20s game at the half. DeAndre Hunter did not play in that game. That's true. And now, would he have made a 50-point difference in the second half or allowed 50? Probably yeah. not. But it would, they, they, I think they exploded for 50-some-odd points well, that, in the second half. They, they beat them fair and square. They just Virginia just didn't show up that day, and UMBC beat them. And now we have the coach in town that did that in, in uh, Ray Odom. So I'm Ryan, sure he'll oh, do Ryan. fine. Ryan, 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 excuse me, yeah. Ryan Odom, and, and I and I know he'll do a very good job at VCU. No, I would the the, the one thing that you know Virginia, you know I think the COVID year doesn't really count the loss to Ohio, but then last year losing to Furman, you know the one the yeah. one negative in Tony's record is some of these early exits from the NCAA tournament, which uh, hopefully won't happen again this year. At least three. Yeah. So and I don't know what Clark was thinking. He must have thought the time clock was at two. <laughs> Not seven. All right. Hey, thank you, Espo. We got to take a pause. All right, guys. Thank, All right, you. thank you. We'll take a pause. Return right here on 1061 ESPN. I'm out. Sports Fun Cub, other side of the glass. Habo and John Averett here with us till 10 o'clock. So let's talk some college actual action. I know we're a little low on action, but let's see where Virginia and VCU and Tech and UVA are right now. They're the main four we cover, as well as, of course, all of the uh, top five and what's going on there. Stay with us. We shall return. Let's get social. Follow us on X and Instagram at ESPN Richmond. And find us on Facebook by searching ESPN Richmond. Don't miss a thing from your home for sports in Richmond. 1061 ESPN. 
There you go. Talking a little bit of pride and joy here. All right, guys. There hey, you wanted to a talk a little, little uh, basketball. You know, the four yeah. teams we cover all have home games this Saturday. Well, there you go. Knock it out. Take it that from the top, true. the two of y'all. The, Sit back, uh, listen, and enjoy. Well, uh, the Rams have uh, your Temple Owls at the Siegel Center, what, 2 o'clock Saturday? Yep. Looks like the University of Richmond, the Robbins Center, 7 o'clock, UNC Charlotte. Yep. Virginia Tech has the Vermont Catamounts. Uh, Ooh. Uh, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon at Castle Coliseum, and Virginia plays uh, Northeastern at 6 o'clock at JPJ. Tech's game scares me a little bit for Tech. Vermont's a good basketball team. Yeah, they're they're pretty traditional power in that conference up there. Yes. So they... Do you know what kind of year they're having? uh, We're going to find out. They they don't have bad years. Oh, they have them since... uh, Geez, who was a co-chair for years? Floor's name for him. Former assistant at William Mary, but my brain's weak. The only thing I noticed, we, we, oh, I pay a lot of attention to these net scores. And right now, and this is going to change in some instances dramatically, but the two top teams in the ACC, which is not usual, but it's usually a Carolina and Duke in that mix. And right now, Clemson's 13 and Virginia's 20 in the net scores. Clemson's 13? Yes. Clemson's off to a nine and zero start, and they've had a couple of good wins. So you know they're they're sort of under the radar because at the beginning of the year everybody was talking Carolina, Duke, talking uh, Miami, a of, talking a lot of Clemson too. They well, were in that top four. Well, they were picked five, I think, five? in the pre preseason yeah. uh, poll. But Clemson, uh, you know, with the Gerard kid in the perimeter and uh, B.J. Hall and I, I forget the name of the other kid on the interior, but they have two solid. Yeah. Two solid guys on the interior, so uh, Clem- the, Clemson's the real deal. They're yeah. going to be a factor. The A-10, Dayton is way out in front in the next quarter. They're 44th, and after that you slide down some. But our two uh, local teams, Richmond's 104 and VCU's 113, but Dayton is way out in front. Question in the back of the room. Statement there. from the back of the Statement, room. Statement, not yes. a question. And yes. we got to be ready. The Catamounts are 8-3. and three. Right, They lost to Bradley. The Braves, right? The Braves. Braves. They lost to Colgate. Colgate's got a good basketball team. And where were those games played also, if you can see that? Well, I got at Bradley. Okay. They they beat Dartmouth. They beat Yale. There's no threat. They beat Northeastern by a bucket. Uh-oh. So Saturday's game go. could be tougher than yeah. I think. Col- Tech, will be, Tech will be favored, but I'm just saying don't poo-poo Vermont. All right. I don't have all of their regular season. I only got, what, two, four, five games. The next one on the docket is, is Tech. They lost to Colgate. They lost to Bradley. And they beat Dartmouth, Yale, Northeastern. So I'm missing some games. They played 11. They're 8-3. and three. I don't know what's happened to the rest of the schedule here for the Catamounts. Let's see if we can hop on here with this one button right here. Here we go. Just say spin the bottle and see which way it goes. They beat Merrimack. Oh, here's a tough one. A 51-point win over Plattsburgh State. The Platypus Ducks, or the, what was it? Platypus what? Is an Australian something in it? Free tickets to some game if you know the mascot of Plattsburgh State. Glad <laughs> 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 I wasn't drinking coffee. I'd be wearing it. The, pla- the Platypus Ducks. Plattsburgh State. Right, they beat Charleston. Uh, down in that was at home. All these games were homer in a tournament. This is versus. Uh, they beat St. Louis. 
The Billikens. There you go. They beat the Billikens. Who are not playing real well right now. <laughs> they were picked way up in the top three in the A-10, and right now they are not there. Uh, they beat Liberty. They lost to Liberty. Liberty, has a, Liberty has a good basketball team. Uh, they lost to them. They beat Nevada. John says Nevada. NV-John. They beat the hell out of them, too. By, they beat them by 49. They lost to Bradley, beat Dartmouth, Yale, and uh, the Northeastern lost to Colgate by six last time out. Well, here's uh, – we've discussed this many times, and Coach Averett understands this. You know, when you shoot the basketball well, and the Hokies, you know, Padula, Couture, MJ Collins, when they're making shots, the Hokies are almost unbeatable. Sort of like Virginia. When Isaac McNeely is uh, 12 for 16 in two games from three, Virginia's yeah. going to win a lot of games. Yes, sir. Um, Padula was uh, missed last game with an ankle injury, but maybe went back this week for Tech. Sounds like, according to you, you think he's going to need him. Oh, <laughs> the the two of them together are really good backcourt. Yeah, when one's missing, it's, it's a big slide. Well, the ankle, you know, if it's a high ankle sprain, that's a problem. But if it's just sort of a tendon in the foot or something like that, that can get better in a From week or so. From what Mike Young said, kind of halfway said, he'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you talk about Northeastern coming into UVA Saturday. They're four and six. Well, they uh, we like to like to have an easy game coming off that eleven day uh, exam break we talked about earlier. As you've said three times, him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to make fun of the guy. You're not helping me a bit. <laughs> Who you mean, knucklehead over here? Yes. How's that? Does that make it fun? <laughs> Who went to what do they call it? Jefferson's Academic Village or something. <laughs> I haven't heard like that one. Jefferson's <laughs> Academic Village. Hey, I, John, qu- question yes, from the back yes, of the sir. room. Yes. Would you have I gotten in there? No. No. That's Neither a, would he, he without he basketball. Well, it would have been debatable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep in mind, as I've discussed before in my, uh, to my, in my defense, I was an academic All-American at uh, Mr. Jefferson's University. That's because he took all of his exams home to his class, to his <laughs> well, room, and did his work there. That's what we were talking about earlier. Was that on the air or off the air? That no. was on the air. No, I, I put tickets inside the blue book. <laughs> You know, a couple of tickets for Carolina could really help. Yeah, that can, that can raise a D to, to a, a high B. Blue book. I haven't heard that term well, in had, 40 years. You know, I haven't thought of one in 40 years. I don't want to hear it again. Uh, uh, they lost to LaSalle. They lost to Harvard. And they lost to uh, Kennesaw Mountain Landis State by five, six, two. They lost by two. They lost to Princeton well, in the Ivy League all of a sudden. They lost to Seton Hall. They lost to Vermont by two at home uh, 10 days ago. Northeastern, four ask, and six. I pose a question to the coach here. Of, of the four <laughs> schools, Richmond, VCU, Virginia Tech, Virginia, has anything surprised you so far? Or is it about what you expected? Uh, about what I've expected, I thought Tech was going to play a little bit better, but not a lot, but I thought they'd be a little bit better. But the rest of them are just about where I thought. Now, let me say this. Both Richmond and VCU have had an injury situation, which has affected them. And uh, how much, I don't know. Probably a little bit more of VCU because they lost what I think will end up being their best player, and that's Barstow, who could be back any day. He's he's the he's the one that hadn't been approved by the NCAA so no, far. No, no, uh, that's Bama Silver. Oh, he's not. Oh, thank you. Okay. They need, by the way, they they need to let that alone. Well, if they well, think we, about suing the NCAA. That's not going to be good. Well, tell me, riddle me this, Batman. Why are they keeping him out? Because he's ineligible. I mean, why? you're talking about Bama Silver. 
Yes, why? I read it. The, I read the story the other day, the, but you tell he, me why you think he's not being allowed in. Well, he went to four different schools. Yeah. He transferred to four different schools. Basically. Yeah, and he came home because he wanted to be close to home yeah. because of family illness. Yeah, and that's probably all legit, but you get the young man attended three high schools and four colleges, and it, oh, and it's just not, it does not, and he's not being, now VCU's being punished in the deal because they could use him this year, but he'll be playing next year, which will help his basketball resume and his academic resume. So he will be eligible next year, yeah. even so though he's been to four not, colleges, he's still got a year yeah, left? Yeah. And from what I understand, that is true, and he'll... He's got to have lost a bunch of credits in transferring. And <laughs> I would I, think. As I found out, I told you last week, I found that out firsthand myself. But uh, he'll be able, he'll finish up. I mean, it's not as it hurts VCU this year, no doubt. But it's not a big deal for him. The kid that was injured, what kind of injury was it? Knee. Uh, I think he broke his foot. I okay. you got me on that, Hobgood. Uh, but I think he. <laughs> but he's. Uh, He's. I saw him play when he was probably a sophomore at Utah State, and he's good. I think. I think he'll be their best player when he shows up. I shouldn't say show up. He's been there, but when he's allowed to play by the when he's healthy, yeah. All right, uh, let's take a pause. Get out. We'll hear from our fine sponsors a little bit early now. Give us more time when we return. I want to ask about uh, VCU's. I want to find out about VCU and Richmond and their opponents coming up this Saturday as well. We have all four are going to be playing at home. And Habo will give us the times again when we return for those four games. All right, let's take that pause. Johnny and Habo here. J and J and H. What was it? Oh, S and H for the old trading stamps. Now, only people our age are going to know what the hell an S and H green stamp was. That's another thing I still I don't remember who made money and how off of that. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't either. All right, stay with us. We're here. We're live. We're talking sports. We're going to do it until 10 o'clock. Give a call if you want to talk to these two mugs. The number is 327 Oh, did Larry call back? Did I, did I skip him? He hasn't called back. I even left him a message. So when he does call back, we're going to give him a good one. What was his problem? How come he didn't want to get on? I don't know. He doesn't want to talk to us, I guess. He doesn't love us anymore. (laughs) Oh, I'm weeping. All right, thank you. I like Larry. You know that. Let's uh, take that pause return right here. 1061 ESPN. Stay with us. The NFL season is in full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast. Here on your home for sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. Are you looking for the highest? Right, the boys are back in town. The hoss is smoking today. The cat, the cub. What's your name? <laughs> the hoss cub. The hoss cub. All right, yeah, big cat's another guy altogether. All right, let's. Uh, Virginia Tech's playing Vermont, and let's go chronologically. Two o'clock. Uh, VC will host Temple. Temple's out of the American Athletic Association, and uh, I don't think I think VCU hopefully should win that. I would think. Out of there, what do y'all think? They'll they'll be favored, not by a lot, but I yeah. Think well, they're five favored. and five, but they'll, hey, they'll get they'll get better. They'll get better. Temple, the Temple Owls are nothing. To, well, they're six and three. I think it's where your boy Matt Joseph went. 
Oh, okay. You know who Matt he Joseph went, he is? Went to Syracuse. I, I know who he is. I'm not sure he's my boy, but that's <laughs> right. He went to Syracuse. <laughs> oh, he went to Syracuse. Yeah, him and Bob. Him and Bob uh, oh, he pulls for Temple because he's from Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, the Temple, one of the big five. Yes, you know. exactly. They added one, I think, haven't they? Oh, it's a big six now? That yeah, I don't know, something. Maybe big five and little one. Big five yeah, yeah, that's right. He went to Syracuse. Bob went to Syracuse. Uh, he pulls for Temple because he's from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. All right. Vermont is in the American East, and they, they're they 8 and 3. We talked about that. They're playing at 4 o'clock uh, at Virginia Tech. So you got a two, as you talked about, Habo, with Temple here. Vir, uh, Virginia Tech and Vermont are at 4. Uh, it's six. It is northeastern in the northeastern league. Makes sense, yeah. Geographically speaking, for a change, and the uh, yeah, Richmond and Charlotte. Charlotte's in the American Athletic as well. I'm glad something makes sense because the Atlantic Coast Conference now has two teams from California <laughs> and one from Texas. <laughs> I, I, you, know, you talk about a reaching, making a reach for something. Yeah, it's, that uh, was just that was just. And Florida State's not happy because they think uh, they got left out in part because the ACC is weak. Uh, but that's football, not basketball. But, no, it's uh, it's going to be good to get back to action uh, after Virginia's 11-day exam break. <laughs> yeah, but you get to take it to your room or you do it online. Or you can bring in your special tutor. <laughs> but uh, That was and, Linda. And Virginia, you know, the, the key uh, – Tuesday night they have their first road game at Memphis, which will be a That'll real be test. Tough. Yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll learn a little more on Tuesday about the Who's. Yeah, if you look at the top teams right now, and as far as net wise, yeah, I give us the uh, net. That's... Well, a lot of the blue bloods are missing. I mean, you've got Arizona, which is a blue blood basketball wise, but you got Houston, BYU, Purdue. Wait and, a minute, am and... I wearing a skirt? Hold on a second. Let me write this down. Uh, Arizona is one. Houston, and they belong. I mean, that's that's normal for them. There you but go. But then you got Houston, BYU, <laughs> Purdue, and Creighton. There he goes again. Houston second, Purdue is third. Yep. Takes a tough man to make a tender bird. And number four, Creighton. Creighton Blue Jays. Oh, you got BYU at third. Do you have BYU at third? Yeah. Okay. Well, you see, you're talking too fast. BYU is third. Purdue is fourth, and Creighton fifth. Now this a lot of this will change. The problem, a lot of the Blue Jays number four. The problem some of these conferences have: you can improve your net score in conference mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there are some lots of tough games. But in some conferences, you can It's hard to help yourself, even though if you win. Yeah, and that that's a battle. That is a battle. You well, got to uh, get your wins out of conference. Go well, ahead. Let's put it this way: I mean, uh, Arizona's legit. Houston is legit. I'm not sure about BYU. Purdue's clearly a Final Four potential. Creighton's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Baylor I, and UConn; those are the usual yeah. suspects. Now. If you, if, uh, but a lot of the blue bloods missing. No Duke, well, North Carolina, Kentucky, no Kentucky, Indiana, Kentucky. Indiana. no Kansas. Yeah, I. Uh, how long has Arizona really been? I mean, you call them a blue blood. I think of history like Carolina, Duke, uh, Kentucky. What was the other one you named? Well, Indiana, Indiana. You know, UCLA. How far, oh, UCLA. How far does Arizona go well, back of being a top right team? A, right a long time. You know, wow. Lute Olson had a heck of a run there. That was in the 80s, right? 90s. 90s. So. Even 2000. Who's more of a blue? Let me ask this. Connecticut, when Calhoun got it started, they won five titles. He won three. I think they've won two since. Yeah. Who's more of a blue blood, UConn or Arizona? Uh, Connecticut. Close. I would yeah, say Connecticut. Probably a little bit. I, it's still, Arizona's a blue blood. 
I mean, like you, you just mentioned, Lou, Lou Olson. I think Lou Olson went back into the 80s. Yeah, he coached for a long what time. Do you, what, what did they do in the 50s, 60s, and 70s? I have no clue. Only, so I like to see a blue was, blood that's got history that goes back. Old. Well, I used to say that. You the, were four years old in the 20s. You know, the brand portals uh, <laughs> were Kentucky, Duke, I mean, uh, Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Indiana, Kansas, UCLA. But I think you have to add Connecticut to that at this stage, you know, with the number of national titles they have. Yes, sir. I've got a I've got a joke. Okay. I hope it's taken oh, as a joke. We need a little humor <laughs> on this show. <laughs> let's let's chuckle when he finishes. <laughs> What'd you do the day Pearl Harbor got bombed bombed? What did I do? No, John. Oh. I was in I don't wasn't in, I wasn't in school then. So you were home on the farm? No, I wouldn't. So you're a blue blood. You go back. That's my point. You go back into the forties. You're a blue blood. Wow. I'm a blue. I'm an old blood. Now you're, well, so that's what I'm trying to make my point. Yeah, I've often blood. said there's nothing funnier than Pearl Harbor. Oh no, that's no. <laughs> there. You go again. One out of two. <laughs> I found. I found like I feel like Reagan. Well, there you go again. Talking to Jimmy Carter. We're gonna. <laughs> Have to How'd I do on the impersonation, John? Pretty good. Yeah, I think Al, good. Al's writers need to be improved. You know, that joke was a little flat. Well, I was trying to make the point. <laughs> Al, can I help you? Oh, uh, please, yeah, go ahead. Bring, yeah. bring please, bail me out. We, we I don't, don't care what Hobbo thinks. I don't care what John thinks. <laughs> we don't want Coach to be a blue blood because that means he's not kicking at all. True. Ooh. Well, in a basketball sense, blue blood. Good call, though, yeah. Cub. Good <laughs> thanks, call, Cub. Thanks for defending me, Alan. And I didn't Anytime, mean Alan I Coleman. was giving you a compliment. The other Alan. He spells Namely it right. Cub. He spells it right, too. All right, where were we? Talking about the uh, top teams in the country. Uh, now, now, is BYU that good to be third? In, I haven't seen them play, to be honest. I, I haven't either. But I was just looking at the net scores, and these will change dramatically. You'll see some go up and some go down. But right now, it's just concerning that we don't see Kansas, we don't see Kentucky, we don't see Indiana, mm-hmm. we don't see Carolina, we don't see Duke. Well, Duke, Duke was still ranked after they were 5-3 and three, lost to two no-goods. Your favorite team, Connecticut, we don't see them. Not my favorite team. Well, Connecticut's seven, so they're not out yeah. of the – No. You know. uh, what, I, what do you think right now is the best conference? Oh, probably Big Twelve, maybe. Okay, I'd have to. I'm just guessing on that. I mean, that's a, as I say, a shot from the because hip. you know that becomes as you better know better than I. Uh, that becomes a factor. How good your conference is impacts Ooh. your net score. Net big scores. Time. That's why yeah. you can improve. Yes. Another question from the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I started, I created a monster. Uh, Houston, Baylor, and Oklahoma are all undefeated. Ten, ten for Houston, nine for Baylor and, and, and Oklahoma. Kansas, of course, nine and one. Their respective nets are 2, 6, 15, 14 is what I've got on the board. Now, y'all might have updated. And then BYU is in the Big 12 now. They're three in the net, as y'all said. So this must be updated. Jeez, so said, they're pretty good. I said something correctly for a change. Oh, John, now don't pick on yourself. I'm patting Blind myself squirrel on finds the back. a nut once in a while. Let me reach to my back here. <laughs> uh Something I can bring up, I can't remember. Anyway, and then they got Iowa State at number eight in the net. So I think who said Big Twelve, John? John, you knocked it out of the ball yard. Touch them all. But it's like we all three of us just said a few minutes ago. Things will change here because we'll get into conference play here, 
at least the latest probably January 6th or 9th or something, and everybody will be rolling into that. And that's when you get a real feel for what's going to happen. Well, we've got just about a minute here. And I'm going to tell you, the ACC, their, their nets, they have no single-digit nets. The Big 12 has, what, four or five? So there you go. Clemson at 13, which you mentioned. Virginia at 20 and on down the line. Uh, Duke is 34. Right now, I would say ACC, if they're lucky, will get five teams in the NCAA tournament. Uh. Yeah, if it were right now, it would be Duke, Carolina, Virginia, Clemson, and Miami. And that, you know, where this could hurt is a team like Virginia Tech because the conference being down a little bit. Yeah. So they're going to have to have some signature wins over some of those upper teams in the conference. We're out of time. Flat out of time. Alan, thank you for working on the side of the glass. John and Hobo, thank you all for coming in. Absolutely. It wasn't a red-letter day, but we had fun. As always, next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. One out of two. We'll uh, practice. I want to thank all the callers and listeners. I don't know what happened to Larry Ray. He called but didn't hang. And I want to thank all of our great sponsors. We would not be here without them. Go see them. Tell them you heard it here, and they'll take care of you. Back tomorrow morning. King at 7. We're at 8. Thank- Home for Richmond's 5-